Good morning. Good morning. Come on. Good morning. Yeah, this is not sleepy time. I'm excited. I've been waiting for this for a while. I want to welcome you to a special dedication Sunday. Amen. The end of the year, the end of the year is always for me, it's a, it's, it's a, maybe for you too, it's always a time of reflection, man. It's like, what did we, what did we do this year? What didn't we get done this year? How, you know, how far have we gone? How, how not far have we, have we come? You know, and, and you, you reflect a lot, at least I do, uh, at the end of the year in my personal life, in the church, and, and man, what a difference a year could make. Somebody say amen. Can anybody give God thanks that we're not who we were last year? A couple people. All right. Amen. Amen. Thank God that we're not where we were last year, that we're not who we were last, that we're not in the same place we were last year. Somebody say amen. So um, this kind of, this entire message is going to kind of just be a, a reflection. So bear with me. I used this quote last year at this time. Sometimes God chooses to demonstrate his power by supernaturally changing our circumstances. And sometimes he chooses to leave us in hard, difficult places, but gives us the sustaining power. So sometimes God changes things, sometimes God changes us. The time between where we are and where God's called you to be is designed to transform us. So can I tell somebody today, don't waste your waiting. Today I wanted for us to take a look back at this year and see what God has done in the waiting. If you've been with us, who has not been here since last year? I know there's, there's some, some new people, all right, so you, we'll catch you up real quick in, in what we've been through as a church. But the, the reason I wanted to take back, uh, kind of a look back at this past year and see what God has done is because I really believe this to be true. Listen, what God has shown us through this building is a picture of what He's doing in us. No, no, you, you didn't hear me. <laughs> Let me try this side over here. What, what God has done in this building is a picture of what He's doing through us. It, you, you understand? And, and you'll understand this in a minute. See, too often, and, and this is true in this situation, and it's true in many of your situations, many times in our lives we experience things, we find ourselves in situations where we're uncomfortable. We find ourselves in situations where we're struggling, where we don't understand what's going on, and we just want to scream, this is not what I expected. Anybody? Any of you got lied to and you said, when you come to church, everything's going to be good? And you start putting God first, everything's going to be great? When you become a Christian, things will be gravy? You'll just be like in a butter tub all day, just sliding through life? And then you got in the church and the first week you said, God, you know, you came to an altar maybe, you stood up, you raised a hand, you said, God, I'm going to serve you. And there was three flat tires on your car before you left. And you said, God, this is not what I expected. Anybody had a this is not what I expected moment? Maybe some of you are living in one right now. <clears throat> a few weeks back I was reflecting and looking at all the pictures that we were posting at this time last year. And, and this was the, kind of the bulk of all the pictures that we posted last year. Meet us at our temporary location. How many of you remember that? Meet us at our temporary location this Sunday. Yeah, we're at this school in the South, South Bronx. This week, I'll meet us at this location. We're at this school. And we did a South Bronx school tour for those of you that, that weren't with us. And we were fighting, every week we were fighting with the DOB. So, so that those of you that don't know, we had a huge tree from the neighbor's yard fall into our building. DOB came, 180 firemen came and shut this building down. 
And the DOB put a sticker on our front door that said, vacate, this building is closed, shut down. And we were out of our building for six months. Six months. Yeah, yeah easy for you to just hear that, but it wasn't easy for us. <laughs> we're out of our building for six months. And so every week was a different frustration, and, and we were fighting every week with the DOB, trying to jump through every hoop that they set up, only to be let down week after week after week, and still have this, this paper that I just wanted to blow the front door up just to get rid of that, that, that paper that was stuck on our glass, you know? And, and I remember the, the frustration, because they would tell us, all you have to do is this. And so we'd do, we'd scramble and do, and, and get this done. And then, and then once we got this done, then they say, okay, all you have to do now is this. And we're like, but, okay. And so we scramble believing, you know, believing, and, and we get this thing done, and we get this thing done. And then we present this thing, and they say, okay, now, now all you have to do is this. And now all you have to do is this. And, and the, all you have to do is went on for weeks and weeks. And every week we were scrambling to make things happen because we really, at least I really expected to be in the following week. Every week. I expected to be in the following week. Every week I believed this is it. This is the week that we're getting in. No matter how discouraged I was. And I remember when the prospect hit us of we're probably not going to be in our building for Christmas. And that was... I had a God, this is not what I expected moment. I said, God, this is not. I, I didn't expect, uh, I, 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 I was positive that God would make it happen the way I thought it, that it should happen. Anybody kind of have those moments in your life? I said, God, I, I prayed, I told you how I wanted this to work out. Anybody been like that with God? God, but I don't, I don't understand, I... Did you not understand me? Did you, did you? I told you how I wanted this to play out. Like, what's up? And so I had God. This is not what I expected. Moment, God, and 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 you might have had those in your lives. God, I didn't expect to be sick this long. I didn't expect to be unemployed this long. I didn't expect my wife or my husband to ever do that. I didn't expect my kids to respond like that. I didn't expect someone in the church to treat me like that. This is not. What I expected. I'm not talking to anybody yet. So just looking back at, at the sermon titles that we preached during that season will give you a picture of what we were experiencing. The first message after the tree fell, we had a small group and we just met at Addie's place, celebrations on East Tremont, it's a party place, event planning, you contact her. Good, good commercial, right? So we met, at, we just had a bunch of leaders meet because we didn't bother finding another place because we knew we expected to be back in our church right away. So we said, all right, you know what, for this Sunday we'll meet at Addie's place, a bunch of leaders. We met there and we broadcast the message. And the message, uh, the first message after the tree was unshaken. Unshaken. We were shook, but we were unshaken. And we were standing on Jesus' words in John 16, saying, trusting me, you will be unshakable and assured, and deeply at peace. In this godless world, you will have trouble. But take heart, I have overcome this world. Amen? And we were standing on Paul's words in 2 Corinthians. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not abandoned. We're struck down, but not destroyed. And we have been walking through this series in the book of Romans titled The Standard. Which is one of the reasons we believe the whole attack of the enemy came. We were, we were talking about how we should be living by God's standards and not man's. And we were preaching through the book of Romans. And, and, and no matter where we were, every week we kept on through that. And we grew through the book of Romans. Amen? And so as God ordained, so ordained, when the attack came, we were up to Romans 5. And when I prepared for that first message after the tree, Romans 5 came alive to me. And he says, uh, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, since we have this peace with God, we rejoice in our sufferings. 
Knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not put us to shame. Say amen. And so we were learning and proclaiming and even though this is not what I expected, God, you said we should rejoice in our sufferings because if you're not changing the situation, then the chances are you're changing us. And so we learned beyond a shadow of a doubt, even that first week or two, that the church is not a building that man can shut. Amen? Remember how many times we said that last year? The church is not a building that man can shut. Jesus says, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So then we... We started at the schools, and then the, the following poor Josh, we were at his school for way too long. Haketi in the South Bronx, God bless that building, and Josh. So we started at the schools, and the following week I shared a message for my good. And we were talking about everything that Joseph went through because of the attack that his brothers put on him. And when the attack came on him, everything that he had to endure and everything, all the hardships that he went through. And then in Genesis 50, 20, Joseph says to those that attacked him, he said, you intended to harm me, but God intended it for my good. And that brought peace to my soul. God, what the enemy intends for evil, you intended for my good to accomplish what is now being done, the word says, the saving of many lives. What you meant for evil, God meant for my good. And the the quote that week was, every struggle in your life will become a story someday. It'll either be a story about how you got stronger and persevered or a story about why you gave up. You can't always choose your struggles, but you can choose which story becomes true. Amen? And so we can look back now and tell the story for God's glory about how on October 23rd, 2016, the enemy came in like a flood, but God rose a standard up against him. Amen? And it wasn't what we expected. The attack hit us hard from angles we didn't even know were possible. It's amazing how one decree by the city, one piece of paper on a door can keep out over 300 people. The money that it would cost, not what we expected. The work that it would take, not what we expected. The permits, the paperwork, the special inspections, the shady practices that we experienced throughout the whole thing, not what we expected. But when the enemy shut down our building with a paper that said, Bay vacate, this building's closed, God said, it's not closed, it's under construction. I didn't allow it to be closed to shut it down. I had it closed to rebuild it. So I can make it better and so I can make you stronger. I don't know about you, but I feel it this year. I look back and I say, wow. I'm stronger now than I was last year. Amen? We're stronger now. than." Listen, God, God we, we, don't, we, don't, we don't judge strength by numbers. We can say, well, you know, wait, we still got a lot of empty seats. What's going on? It's not about, you know, people. We can... We can, we can, I can preach rah-rah messages every week and, and we'll fill this place and they'll be overflowing. I don't care about having lines outside. I care about the people that are being changed. Amen? I care about the real gospel. And I understand when you preach the real uncomfortable blood of Christ, you know, it's not, it's not a fun party for a lot of people. So as the permits were acquired and the planning was done, we were stressing one thing, but God was working on something else. Somebody needs to hear this today. You're you're stressing something that looks like a big deal, and you might be saying, God, this is not what I expected, but God is working on a bigger picture in your life. Receive that today, amen? Remain unshaken because God's working for your good. We were worried about just being locked out of the sanctuary. God was using this distraction to work on something bigger. And that's why today, I wanted us to look back and see what God has done 
and, and rejoice. And so uh, my, my friend Val back there put, put a little video together and I wanted you to kind of take a look at this so you just get a little glan- glance at um, what went down. Those of you that are watching online, you won't hear the music because we have to cut it because otherwise they'll cut our whole video. But the, the sound will come back right after this. Let's watch this. Yes, yes, amen. See, while we were worried about the stumbling block, God was working on the full picture, amen? And so in one year, we went from this. Let me look and see the before picture of this place next door. That, that was next door. In one year, we went from this to this. I mean, the, the DOB made us tear down classrooms. That just gave us more room to grow. And we built better ones on the other side. It gave us more room. It gave us... When, when I walk through the other side now and I see the bathrooms and the huge kitchen space, where, uh, man, and, 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 and the closets, and I start to see the design come together. And, and again, now I say, God, this is not what I expected. I walk around over there and there's heat and there's rooms and there's fresh paint and there's nice new design. I say, God, this is not what I expected. I had it down on paper and you know, I kind of knew what I wanted it to look like, but this is not. Right? And, and listen, church family, that's the gospel. Our lives are that before and after pick. God takes you and me while we were dead in our sin, while we were tore up from the floor up, looking like an abandoned warehouse of lost dreams, while we were yet far from Him. God sees us and He has a design in mind for us. Jeremiah 29. When we believe on Him, I'll be the first to tell you there'll be times when you'll cry, this is not what I expected. And sometimes God will throw a vacate on your life and you'll find relationships are gone, jobs are lost, but through the test, there's a testimony coming. And while you've been shut down, God has been building you up. And when you come out on the other side of this thing, you'll be better off than you ever imagined or asked for. And you'll be testifying, God, this is not what I expected. 
You have done more than I can ask or imagine, Ephesians 3.20. And then you'll be singing the Psalms. You'll be saying, God, you are my shepherd. I do lack nothing. You do make me lie down in green pastures. You do lead me beside quiet waters. And you do refresh my soul. You do guide me along the right path for your name's sake. And yeah, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they do comfort me. You do prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies and you do anoint my head with oil and surely my cup does overflow and now I see that your goodness and your love does follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in your house forever. Amen. (laughs) When you look back after some of your toughest times you see what God was doing and even though you don't understand it all you got plenty to give God thanks for. Amen. Let that be our attitude at this time of the year. Listen, the other side is not 100% done yet. And, and, uh, I, but I, I want to take some time this morning to dedicate it today as if it was. Amen. That was nothing but wasted space before. It looked like some of our lives, it was dark and dirty and worn down. And it looked like there was no way anything good could ever come from there. And yet here we are. And we've decided to stop calling it the annex. And from this point forward, we're going to refer to it as the learning center. Amen? Yeah, I like that. And it'll serve as a center for growth, uh, from, from, from learning, uh, for, for the, from the youth on Friday nights, to the children on Sunday, to the adults that'll be training there in our upcoming discipleship courses, and the after-school programs that we want to start, the daycare programs that we want to start. This is just the beginning of, of what God is doing and how, how He's doing things, amen? And so much work has gone into this place besides the obvious Besides the planning and framing and sheetrock and plumbing and electric and painting. And and those of you that have been here from the beginning, you can testify. Those of you that regularly give to this ministry, this is what you've paid into. And I want to thank you for that. Really, I want to thank you for that. And you might have noticed today that I have some very special friends of the ministry here for this dedication. Not going to shout them out, but over in that corner. All their last names are Sanchez. You see, you see my friend Jose there with his wife Doris. And, and when I think about the learning center, it's so fitting that we give God glory, but we have to give honor where honors due this morning. Amen. And so I have to testify this morning, Mr. Um, man, I knew this was going to happen. Mr. Jose Sanchez been like a dad to me for many, many years. My wife could tell you when she met me hanging a picture on a wall was a major project. A lot of extra holes in the wall. (laughs) When it was done and it was never centered or never in the right place. And don't slam the door because it'll fall. But after going full-time ministry, stepping out in faith to build what God has called us to build. It was only because God brought this man to stand with me. And he taught me how to tile. And I tiled my living room, my, I mean my kitchen, my hallway, my bathroom. I went crazy tiling. I tiled the front. I tiled those bathrooms. I, like, I like this tiling thing. I, I was getting good at that thing. I'm a little bit better than him now, but you know, I'm not saying that. But. He taught me how to run wire how to weld pipe, how to paint, how to spackle, how to put up a wall, how to take one down. And and it's a learning center because, listen, what we didn't know, we watched someone do and we learned. And so this entire building, just so you know, was pretty much built. I mean, this entire thing, everything here. Remember, we had classrooms here. We tore them down. We had offices. We tore them down. Most all of this was built by Jose and me because of what he's taught me. And then even when we were preparing this place here to to move in, he would force his son Jamie, who's here too, to come to work with us on his days off for free because we didn't have no money. 
And he would come and build and electric and lift and paint and sparkle. And, and now he's the man. And in this past year, in this past year, he was here. Jamie was here with his, with his dad. And even they even uh, tricked the other son into coming, Jason. And he was here also for, for a season, working every day to get this place where it is now. Church, sometimes in our hardest times, we have to stop and thank God for who he puts around us. Amen? We could never have afforded what we've received. And that's the gospel. We could never have afforded what we've received in Christ. Amen? And so I'll tell you, even this last year when, when the money had dwindled down to nothing in our accounts, when we paid out over 150 k and still had big projects to complete, I would make the decision, I, would talk, I talk to Jose every day anyway, but I, I would make the decision to not do something in order to get something else done. And so I would tell Jose, listen, no, 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 don't buy no more of those ceiling tiles because they're expensive. Let's buy the sheetrock so we can finish this room. And so he said, okay, okay, you know, we prioritize because the money's getting real thin right now. It's getting lean, you know. And, um, and I'd come in the following week and I'd see the sheetrock done and then I'd glance and I'd see the ceiling tiles were done too. And I told him, but, and so he would take the money, that the little that I'm paying him, and he would buy materials to, see, because it wasn't, <laughs> because he wanted to see it done because this is more than a job to him. He's been at the birth of this thing since the beginning. Since before, since we were at our other building, he was helping me build things on the other side, on uh, St. Lawrence. So, he already has a big list of things for me to do, get done this week. But I'm going to ask him to do this top priority, to put this on the, on the list. Jose, I want you to come get this, because this is what we're going we're gonna to hang this up. So I want this to be first for for the for Monday morning. Come on, man! I'm not gonna make you talk. I promise. Amen. Amen. Come on. I know you're hating on me right now, but so before I, this is the plaque that I want you to hang up for, for uh, Monday, but before I give you this plaque, I want to give you, there's a plaque that I want you to take home, and this plaque, you guys can put it up there, this plaque says, with gratitude, I can't read it there, I'll read it here. With gratitude for your unselfish devotion and hard work in creating a beautiful place for learning and service to our Lord, we dedicate this annex in your honor and officially name it today. The Jose Sanchez Learning Center, established 2017. So this one's for you. This one's to hang when you get back to work. We love you, bro. Worship team, you guys can come. I want to put that right there between the office and the kitchen. So as soon as you walk in, between the office and the kitchen. You know that wall right there where the, therm where that, the smoke detector is? Let's take that off and put that right there. And so we're going we're gonna to pray in a minute to set this thing off, but I want to tell you why this, is, why, why this is so significant and prophetic and why I'm doing this right now before the year ends. Get, get this picture, get this picture. Because it's not done. God doesn't see this building as a church. In the Old Testament, the temple was a building. It was an elaborate building. It was special in every way. It was made of specific materials. It had to be specifically detailed dimensions, rooms, 
<coughs> chambers. There was places of worship, places of sacrifice. There was the Holy of Holies hidden, hidden behind a curtain. It was, it was a special way, and, and God saw that as his temple. But God no longer sees the building as a temple. He no longer dwells in tents or temples dedicated to him as he did with the old covenant. When Christ died on the cross, the temple curtain that separated the Shekinah glory of God from the Holy of Holies, it was torn in two from the top down. Amen. And so, the, so, so that the glory that once dwelled, the presence that once dwelled in the temple dedicated to God, now dwelled in His Word which became flesh. John 1.14. And so it says, for in Him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, Colossians 1.19. So see, God no longer dwells in tabernacles built by human hands, but in Christ. So to meet God, to talk with God, to worship God, you no longer come to a building or a tent or a structure made with human hands. You come to Jesus. Jesus is the temple of God. Okay? Quick, 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 quick lesson. Let's take it a step further. Further, We, the church, are the body of Christ. So therefore, we constitute the temple in which God is pleased to dwell. And so the Shekinah glory of God now permanently and powerfully abides in us. See, the church is not a building that man can shut. The church is not a building that we can uh, uh, make elaborate and dedicate. And the, the church is here. Ephesians 2.21 says, In Him the whole structure being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In Him you also are being put together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. And 1 Peter 2.5 says, You yourselves like living stones are being built up into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices accepted to God through Christ Jesus. First Corinthians says, Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you? I want you to get this before we leave. We are the church. He sees us as this temple. The glory of God rests on us and the work through us. And, and that's why it's so important that we commit ourselves to being that place where people can meet God. We are that temple where people come to meet God. What are people finding when they meet you? Reflection time. What are people finding when they meet you? If you are the place where people meet God, what are people finding when they meet you, when they meet us? So the comparison is this. Like, like the annex, the learning center, we're not, we're, we're not finished yet either. And we still need some work in some areas. Say amen. And we still have some unfinished rooms and we still have some places that could use a fresh touch. And Paul tells us in Philippians 1, I'm, I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you is faithful to bring it to completion. He's going to bring it to completion. Amen. What God started in you, he's working it through. Say amen. So as we dedicate this building, I'm going to ask Josh and Lee to come and we're going to pray in a moment and then worship. I'm going to ask you to dedicate this building. As we dedicate this building, which remember is not the church. This is just something that God gave us to meet and to do incredible things. And we want to use it for the best. But that's not the church. This is just a warehouse. But as we dedicate this building to you today, I'm going to ask you to dedicate this building. And you might feel so ready for this. And, and if you do, stand right now. You, you might feel like God's grace is on my life. God is saying, wow, God, wow, God, this is not what I expected, but I'm ready. And some of you might be going through things right now. And you're saying, God, this is not what I expected. But I'm inviting you all to come make that dedication. I want this to be more important than a building. I want this to be the dedication of the temple for the new year. Amen.
The dedication of the church for the new year. The dedication of a church that will go and, and prepare itself and make itself ready. So I'm inviting you all to come make this a building dedication. If you're doing that with me, I'm going to ask you to stand. to us yes, God. that we did nothing to receive God. Yes, God right now God as your spirit has come to meet with us as it's come to empower yes. us as it's come to uplift us Lord we lay down at your feet a sacrifice we lay down every judgment that we've made upon the work that you're doing within us God Lord, forgive us when we have prejudged the outcome. Yeah. We acknowledge that we don't know. Yeah. We acknowledge that we don't have the answer, God. Thank you. But that in you, we can find all things, God, because you are the potter. We are the clay, God, and we acknowledge your sovereignty and your handiwork and your creativity, Lord God, on the work that's going on on the inside of us, yes. Jesus. Yes. We thank you, Lord, that you have chosen us to dwell in God. You have chosen us as an indwelling of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, and our walls are ever before you, oh God. Our walls, our hurts, everything that is within us, God, our failures, our faults, those things that are cracked, those things that are broken, those things that need repair, God, they are ever before you, Jesus. And so we lay them down at your feet, God, as a sacrifice. We lay them down so that you might have your way in this temple. This year, God, next year, God, and yes. always, yes, Jesus. Yes. We will not, we commit ourselves to not speak against the work that you're doing in us, God. Lord, forgive us, Father. We repent, God, for speaking against this good work that you're doing in us, God, even yes. when it hurts. When it hurts, God, we've spoken against what you've done, but Lord, we acknowledge that you are doing it for our good. You are doing it yes. for our good, yes. God. Yes. Lord, give us a perseverance spirit, oh God. Give us patience, Lord, when things don't make sense, Father. Father, we just, we, we dedicate our mindset and our perception of who you are within us, God. We dedicate that to you this morning, Jesus. We trust in you, Lord, because you are a God who has chosen us and loves us beyond everything that you've created, God. You chose us to pour your Holy Spirit into. Yeah, thank you, God. So, Lord, I just ask that your Holy Spirit would continue to rule and it would continue to reign. And when people come to us, they would find you in us, God. Yes. And that as we follow your building, the way you build others, the way you build us, God. Use us to build other people. Use us to repair broken streets, God. Use us to build, Lord God, your spirit in other people, Jesus. And we will remember, we will remember that this glory does not belong to us. And when we see the beautiful work that you've done on the inside of us, we will remember that it had nothing to do with us. It had nothing to do with us. And we will remember that you are to receive all the glory. And when people say, oh, you're so beautiful, and oh, wow, look at what you've become, we will make sure to give that glory back to you. Yes, God. Because you alone are worthy. Because you alone complete the impossible. Because with you, all things are possible in us, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father God, I just want to uplift yes. 1469 St. Peter's Ave right yeah. now in this building. Yes. Father God, I pray that this be a place where when people come in, Father God, they can leave their burdens at the door. Yes, God. 
that they could take on your yoke, Father God. Learn from you and be at peace, Lord, at true rest, Lord God, in their lives, yes. Father God. Yes, God. Lord, you saw the season that we have been through throughout the years, Father God. We saw the laborers, Lord, whether there may be few, Lord God, but you saw faithfulness in people, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that that spirit that's on Jose, Lord God, will be contagious among the body of Christ, Lord yes, God. Yes, God. That we'll begin to build people like that in this place, Father God. Yes, people God. that will serve, Father God, for your glory, Lord Jesus. People that will love you, Father God, and want to see other people experience that love, Father God. Father God, I know that you, Lord, as we be faithful, Lord, in the little, you will bless us with much, Father God. So, Lord God, I ask, Lord, in the little that you have been giving us, Lord God, and how we've been faithful in that, Lord, I pray you will give us an increase, Jesus. I pray when people come in, Father God, they will experience the true goodness that you are, Lord God, the true God that you are, yes, Lord God. Father God, I pray, Lord God, in this neighborhood, Lord God, that we will be a beacon, Lord God. A place where people could come for rest, Lord God. A place where, where even they're in the streets and they walk by, Lord, they'll feel the presence of God, Lord God. Because the true church dwells in this building, Father God. Father God, I pray every structural thing, the beam and floor, Lord God, that needs to be repaired. I pray you provide, Lord God, for it. As yes, you have God. in the past, Jesus. Yes, yes. I pray, Lord God, that as when people come in, Father God, they will notice, Lord God, that the true church dwells in this place, Father God. I pray that unity will be in this place. Yes. yes. I pray love will be in this place in the name of Jesus. Yes. Victory, Father God. I pray your spirit will totally reign even when we're out of this building, Lord God. We'll reign in this place, Lord Jesus. That when people come in, freedom will be theirs, Lord God. Not just by the words and the lessons that they receive, but by the presence of God that dwells yes. in this place, yes. Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, God. Amen. Father God, have your way in 2018 in this place, Jesus. Amen. Every dream that we have, Father God, every vision we have, we know that what you have in store for this building is even greater than we can imagine, Lord God. So I pray that you would just guide our steps in this place, in the building and in the ideas and the vision, Father God, for it, Lord. I pray your goodness always be in this place. I pray that there will be a supernatural coat rack in the, in the, in the doors of these places. That every time someone comes in, Lord, even if they don't want to let it go, Father, they have no choice but to rip it off of them, Jesus. Because it's a place of freedom, Lord God. A place where we will build families, Lord God. So, Father, just have your way in this new season of our lives. And I thank you for bringing us through the hard times, Lord God. And letting us see the light at the end of the tunnel in the name of Jesus. Yes. Amen. 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 Once again, we want to say thank you, Jose, Jamie, the Sanchez family. The song that was playing when they were showing the slideshow, it's called Overcome. If you want to slow it down for you, want to sing it for you so you can hear the words of this song.
want you to understand that if he is for you, who can be against you? You know, when we when it looked like things were bleak, when it looked like each and every week would lead to another week of not being in this building, we stood that we stood tall and we still depended on God saying, Lord, Lord, you this is what your word said, this is what you promised us. Would you go back on your word? God would never go back on his word, you know, but he was just building, reconstructing, setting new supports, because you know when you rebuild, you got to put new supports in place, and that's what he was doing, and so when all the supports were in place, we began to build new walls, we began to build new classrooms, is now that that weight that weight can be supported and that's what you are you are new supports if you're here for this season for this year god has made you a support because there is some weight that needs to be supported in this new season so consider yourself a blessing we consider you a blessing and i want to sing this bridge but i want you guys to sing it with us and understand just how faithful god is it says he shall
yoke. Yoke is easy. Your burden is light, Lord. And so we dedicate these temples right now, God. We dedicate it to you, oh God. Father, put your name, hang your name, carve your name on our hearts, oh God. So that everyone would know that we belong to you. We've been set aside for you, Lord. And allow us to be open, oh God. Even as that learning center would be open, oh God, for people to learn about you. Allow this temple to be open to spread your good news, your word, so people would know just how faithful you are, oh God. Sometimes you build and you close and you reconstruct, oh God. That's what you are. You're the awesome builder, the amazing carpenter, Lord, the one who molds, oh God, the one who shapes us, oh God. Live, oh God, you shape us, oh God. And our desire is to be made in the image of you. But we know, Lord, that if we ask that, then we'll go through pain, but we'll have victory in the end. We'll deal with struggles, but we'll overcome in the end, oh God, as long as we stay connected to you. You are blessed. Continue to be a blessing. Have a wonderful week. Somebody bless the Sanchez family on the way out, too.